Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market This episode of The Emma Gunn Show is brought to you in collaboration with Philips. Hello, hi, and welcome to a beauty special episode of The Emma Gunn Show and the series Natters That Matter with Philips. Natters That Matter is a series that opens up honest and transparent discussions around body and facial hair, how we view it, how it makes us feel, and how it impacts the way in which we present ourselves to the world to inspire true confidence both inside and out. Hair removal doesn't look the same for everyone, and in this series we're championing individual choice, individuality, and self-expression. The Philips Lumea has been designed for long-term hair removal, and because Philips believe that hair removal is a choice, they're keen to discuss the topic in a way that every woman can relate to and identify with. So in this series, I'll be speaking to Hernam Kaur, a motivational speaker and social activist, the psychotherapist and coach Lee Pycroft, dermatologist Dr. Sharon Wong, and the writer and columnist Rosie Green. And I'm especially delighted to open up the floor for conversations like this because I'm someone who has managed body and facial hair for as long as I can remember. A hormone imbalance in my teens meant I was shaving, waxing, plucking and threading from a very young age because I didn't want noticeable hair on my face or body. It's an extremely repetitive pursuit because it's something that has to be constantly managed. But if you're a long-time listener or you follow me on Instagram, you'll know the game very much changed for me when I started using the Philips Lumea and was able for the first time not just to manage my unwanted hair but also reduce it in the long term. Now, as someone who has used the Philips Lumea, it's tempting to just say, it works, and leave it at that. But you know I wouldn't do that to you, which is why I'm delighted to have consultant dermatologist Dr. Sharon Wong join me on the episode to talk about the technology in the device and why it reduces hair growth. During our conversation, Sharon explains the hair growth cycle, how the intense pulse light, the IPL, works, and what effect it has on the individual hair follicles, why the two weeks between treatments when you first start using the device is so important, who can use and benefit from that technology, and much more. Are you ready? The links to the Philips Lumea, the rest of the Natters That Matter series, and where you can find Sharon on social media will be in the show notes, but let's get to it. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Sharon Wong. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Well, I'm very uh, excited to chat to you as part of this Philips Natters That Matter series because you are a consultant dermatologist. And as much as we have been talking on this series about the choice around hair loss and about the reasons why we may want to, not hair loss, hair removal and hair reduction, and the reasons why we may choose to 
treat our body hair, our facial hair. We also need actually to know a little bit more about the kind of the mechanics of it really, don't we? And this is where your expertise really comes into play. Sure. And um, I think understanding the mechanics of um, the technology, so the Philips Lumiere, the IPL technology behind it, is really important. But it also, um, if you backtrack it, it's important to understand how the hair follicle works and the basic physiology of it, which would then make sense why you have to have regular treatments and why the treatment over time becomes incredibly effective. Um, so as with most people, they tend to think about things like laser when it's uh, permanent or long-term hair removal, but actually IPL technology, there, there are other forms of technology that can achieve that. And if you think about what the actual definition of long-term hair removal is, it's actually to achieve stable reduction in the number of hairs that are regrowing after a particular treatment. And certainly technology like IPL, which stands for intense pulse light, can achieve that as well. Um, and intense pulse light essentially says, pretty much does what it says on the tin. So it delivers intense pulses of a spectrum of light uh, in the visible um, light spectrum, um, which it, it targets specific, spe specific structures within the skin. And when we're talking about hair removal, IPL targets melanin, which is the pigment that gives us our hair color. And pigment production is at its absolute peak during the active growth phase of the hair follicle cycle or the anagen phase. So that's what IPL specifically targets. Um, and what happens is that the melanin in the follicle will absorb that light from IPL, converts it into heat, and then the heat causes a certain level of damage to the hair follicle. And what that does is that it fast tracks that growth phase towards the resting phase of the hair follicle, what we call telogen. So you get hair fall, but also over time, you will also find that you get a reduction in the number of regrowth hairs. I like the fact that the, one of the descriptions is it puts the hair to sleep. I just like the idea that this intense pulse light kind of causes that heat reaction. And when, and I just imagine the follicle just trying to grow a new hair and thinking, do you know what, lads, we just can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit like an anesthetic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Essentially, yes. So the heat, um, so the light gets converted to heat. The heat then causes certain level of damage to the follicle. It then fast tracks that exit out of the growth phase into the resting telogen or dormant phase. Um, and also the important thing to know is that we've got about 5 million hair follicles over our entire skin surface. And our hair follicles all are cycling around that growth cycle, independent of its next door neighbor. So yeah. we don't have synchronized hair growth as humans. Our hair follicles are asynchronized, which is why we don't molt or shed all of our hair at the same time, thankfully. Um, but um, it does mean that when you're having treatment with IPL at any one point in time, you will only capture a certain percentage of hairs in the growth phase because the pigment production, which is what IPL targets, is only going to be active during the growth phase. And at any one point in time, you'll have a percentage of hairs in the growth phase, a percentage in the catagen phase and a percentage in telogen phase, which is why it makes sense that you do need to have regular and repeat treatments to maintain that effect. So, uh, I mean, let's talk, let's go back a little stage. Let's let's go to actually opening up the box and then we can really talk Ooh. about how we use it, because I think that's one of the things that I've always really enjoyed about the Philips Lumea is that. Well, to me, it was just always so incredible that this technology that I had heard about being used in salon had been mm -hmm. funneled down into 
a device that you could use safely at home. Like that idea was just like blew my mind when I remember hearing about the first device to be completely honest with you. But yes. it is it is a, a pretty technical and sophisticated bit of kit. So when you get it out of the box, what do you need to know? What would be the thing that you'd want people to know about really how to get the best out of it once they've got it in their hands? It's, it's a really, really well-designed um, device with the Philips Lumia. And as you said, it's, it's brought salon, historically salon-grade treatments to your home at, at the convenience of being at home. And when you open the box, you have the Philips Lumia and also the, the manual itself is, is really straightforward and it's, it's very easy to follow. Um, but essentially it goes through what the attachment pieces are. So you've got the four different attachments for the four different parts of the body. So you've got one for the face, the bikini area, under the arms and for the rest of the body and the limbs. Um, and it will go through what your um, initial treatment uh, schedule should be like um, and also what your maintenance treatments are. But before that, they will always recommend that you've got you do a sort of a skin test patch just to make sure that you've got the right start settings um, that's safe for your skin tone. Um, but the actual treatment schedule itself is really broken down very clearly in the instruction manual. So you would be having one treatment every two weeks for the first four treatments. And that initial phase is really important in order to capture those anagen hair follicles. And then after that, your maintenance schedules then become less frequent because you've already done most of the work by having that intense schedule in the first, um, first few weeks. And then the top ups are usually about once every four weeks or so. See, um, you said something there, the, the intense schedule to begin with, which uh, doing something for, I mean, I've been doing my legs and it really doesn't take more than 10 to 15 minutes. And so yes. it doesn't feel intense. <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's once every two weeks and I think it's just remembering um, to do that because obviously if you do miss it, your, your next treatment by more than about three or four days, you, you are better off just starting from the beginning again and right. everybody's just really busy these days and I think um, having the app, which is the other really um, useful tool with the Philips Lumia is really helpful because it, you can plan that schedule and you can get the reminders of when you're due your next treatment. The actual treatment itself is really straightforward, so you're literally moving it along the leg or the arm, the target treatment area, um, and literally click of a button um, and it, it's done. So it's it's very straightforward and easy to use. So let's talk about the uh, one of the things, uh, one of the data, some of the data that's come back is that there's 92% reduction after mm. just those first three treatments. So that's three treatment space, two weeks apart. So mm. is, is that a reasonable expectation and will that vary depending on skin tone and hair color? Yes, so obviously the results will vary, as you said, based on um, skin color and, um, and hair color as well, which is what all light-based technologies are based on uh, in terms of their effectiveness for hair removal. So the most suitable candidate for uh, any light-based hair removal is somebody who's got very dark hair. So you've got a lot of melanin for the IPL to be absorbed by, but not so much on the skin so that you can really funnel all that IPL to the hair follicle and not so much on the skin. So the best candidate would be someone with dark hair and light skin. It doesn't mean to say that people who have slightly darker skin types can't benefit from IPL. You can, but it may be that you'll be on a lower setting to try and minimize any damage or discomfort on the, on the skin. Um, because obviously the darker the skin type, the more melanin you have, and there is a greater chance that you'll absorb some of that IPL into the skin as well as the hair follicle. 
And then, of course, there are some care types off the back of that that, that just won't respond to IPL. And they will be patient, people who have very uh, fair hair, so very light blonde, gray or white hair, just because there isn't enough melanin there to absorb the IPL. But also if you're a redhead as well, so the, um, the color, the pigment uh, that gives you red hair color is a completely different type of melanin, uh, and it's just not going to respond to IPL. In terms of skin color, the really people with really, really dark brown skin, there's just too much melanin uh, in the background skin for you to have enough contrast between the skin and the hair. So you, you won't get enough of the IPL delivered to the hair follicle. Um, there's just not enough contrast. So for those patients, um, they, they may not respond so well to the treatment. So we're doing our, uh, our treatments every two weeks. Now, one thing that I thought was quite interesting is if someone's using the device for the first time and they think, do you know what? It's my underarms. I really, I really want to sort those out first. Yes. But their ultimate goal is to use the device everywhere. Would you say, do you know what? Just set some time aside and do it all. Do your leg, do your underarm, do your bikini line, and do your face all in the same session. Or would you say, do you know what, actually? Do your underarms first, try it out and see how you respond there. And then once that treatment's finished and you're in maintenance with your underarms, then maybe start your legs. What do you think is the most sensible way? Uh, personally, I think if you're new uh, to IPL, I would start with one area first. I would choose the area that bothers you the most where you really want to target the hair growth um, and start with that first. Get used to the device, get used to how to use it, how it feels on the skin um, and then move on, just go with everywhere else that you want to treat. And eventually your maintenance schedules will hopefully all coincide. <laughs> so initially when you're starting the new areas, you may be slightly out of sync, but then that's where the app comes in really handy so that you won't be forgetting when to do the top-ups uh, for the old areas and the, the new uh, treatments uh, for, for the more recently started areas. So, and eventually you will get to synchronize all of your maintenance treatments later. Now, I'm somebody who can misuse things because I think, right, I want results, so I'm just going to whack it up to the strongest <laughs> setting. And obviously, yeah. Philips Lumea has the smart skin sensor. Oh. So if someone gets at home and they do the smart skin sensor and maybe it comes up as a two or a three, oh. they mustn't assume. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But that means they're going to get a less, effect, a less effective treatment. Is it? That's not the case. No. And it's ultimately safety is the most important thing. Um, and obviously to try and get the best out of the, um, the product, the device, 
in the safest way possible and the, and the most well-tolerated way possible, because it's very much like when we do a skin test on patients that we refer on for phototherapy, which is UV treatment for psoriasis and eczema. And we have to make sure that we start at the setting that's, that's going to be tolerated by the skin. Mm. Um, you're really not going to tolerate it if you just whack it straight up to five and you, you've actually got quite dark skin and you end up just causing thermal injury to the skin and just not using the treatment at all. So you're better off um, being guided by the smart skin sensor. And actually, even then, if you feel that you've gone with the recommended setting and it still feels a little bit too warm, you can dial it down manually. And I would always take that approach. You can always dial it back up as you get used to the, the treatment and you know that your skin is tolerating it. Yeah, I was doing my treatment the other day and I did, I got to a point where I thought, oh my goodness, that really did sting. And I, in the manual, it does says it shouldn't ever hurt. You can manually take it down or not. Yes. And I did just for that particular area. I was particularly sensitive for some reason. Yes. And I think, and I think just um, knowing that you can dial it up or down um, just based on your own experience is really important. Your the smart skin sensor is your guide, but ultimately what you're experiencing as the patient is really, really important. Um, so you should be dialing it down like you did if it is feeling a little too uncomfortable. So another thing I wanted to ask you about as well is the the preparation that you have to do to use the Philips mm. Lumea because it's so counterintuitive yes. because it's the only <laughs> hair removal slash hair reduction treatment I can think of where you actually have to do something to the hair first rather than just go in and the hair is treated and it's shaving and that doesn't really yes. present any obstacles for a lot of people I think who are maybe doing their legs or their underarms but shaving the face is something that I think we're a lot of us can be quite nervous about mm. long time listeners will know I've shaved my face a lot I don't care but but that's only because I use the IPL so I mm -hmm. would only say shave somewhere like your face if you were then treating it with a device yeah. so if you were treating yes. it with Lumea, is that where you stand as well Yes, I completely agree. And of course, um, it is important to remove any of the hair there before the treatment. Otherwise, you'll just sort of singe the hair. It sort of gives off a really unpleasant smell. Um, but you remove the hair. What the light-based technology with IPL is aiming to do is to target hair growth from below the skin surface. So other forms of hair removal, like waxing, epilating, shaving, all you're doing is removing the hair that's there. We're going deeper than that with the IPL and we're targeting hair growth from underneath, from essentially the root and long-term benefits are what we're aiming for here, not the short-term fix. Um, tell me as well, uh, explain to me a little bit about the attachments and why there are different attachments for the different parts of the body. Because, I mean, you can see when you get the device home that the windows on the little attachments mm. are bigger for say the body, but um, they're also curved and they're shaped actually to be, mm -hmm. I guess what you would describe as ergonomically Yes, friendly to the yes, area exactly that you're. Say. Yeah, to be friendly to the area. So, just uh, why why is there a, a different sort of uh, attachment for different body parts? So, the Philips Lumet has this um, integrated safety system. So, you have to have a really nice flushed opposition between the device and the skin surface. Ideally, you're at ninety degrees between the device and the skin, and that can be quite tricky to achieve on um, curved contours and where the surface of the skin is not completely flat. Hence, the ergonomic design of these attachments being curved to accommodate that. Um, and the integrated safety system of the Philips Lumiere, it just won't discharge the light at all if you haven't got that close opposition. Um, and only with that close opposition is it going to discharge light and therefore you're going to actually get the treatment delivered. So it, it's um, safety, but also in terms of the effectiveness of delivering 
the IPL to the skin. And with the shaving as well, so we're talking about shaving as a prep, but I think it's probably uh, worth mentioning afterwards. When you've done your treatment and you're, you're waiting your two weeks, you will inevitably, I guess, have to shave again. Um, is that going to hinder or help the process moving forward? It isn't going to make a difference. You are going to get um, ongoing hair growth. Don't forget that your follicle is like a mini organ. The reason why we regrow hair is because it's got a regenerative capacity. It's got little, lots of little populations of stem cells throughout the follicle, which help us to regenerate new hair, um, which is why I don't personally like the term permanent hair removal, but it's more of a long-term thing mm. because ultimately you will still have those stem cell pools, which will have a regenerative capacity albeit reduced with continued treatment using IPL. And therefore, even if you do get hair growth later, you'll find that they're much finer, they're more wispy, they really, they might not even be very visible. Um, and that's because over repeated treatments, you are reinforcing that level of damage to the follicles and reducing its regenerative capacity. So um, the prep side of things, it's not going to make any difference. Um, it's not going to make the hair grow back thicker or anything like that. It's not going to uh, counteract the effects of IPL but it is a prep that you need to do before administering treatment it's interesting you say that as well, actually it's interesting you say that actually because um I uh, have been treating my face for a while and there's those times where you we, you feel one growing and you go to pluck it and it just it there's no tension it just comes out so easily yes. so smoothly yes. Um, I also wanted to ask you about hormones because I've talked on the podcast about how my facial hair when I was a teenager was brought on by PCOS. So there was a hormone imbalance. And uh, I remember speaking to someone who said, well, your hair will be will be more stubborn because of mm -hmm. those particular issues with any kind of hair removal technique that mm -hmm. you you try. Mm -hmm. Is that also accurate? Yes, to some extent. Um, obviously, anyone with underlying hormonal imbalance uh, and when we're talking about uh, excess hair growth, it's PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, is one of the most common conditions that we um, encounter. Of course, your follicles on your body are not all of the same hormone status. So there are some follicles which are more hormone sensitive and specifically to what we call androgens, which are the biologically active male hormones, which ladies with PCOS do have a tendency to produce a greater quantity of, and hence that hormone excess can drive hair growth in those hormone dependent areas like beard area around the chest and the nipples around the tummy the inner thighs and the lower back um, and because you you have that ongoing internal hormonal drive it may be a situation that you might need more frequent maintenance schedules than somebody who doesn't have PCOS or it might take you longer to achieve the result that you want Nevertheless, the, the technology works in exactly the same way. It's just that you have an endogenous driving factor, which may mean that treatments may, be, may need to be a bit closer in terms of the maintenance ones, or that you might need to be using it for longer before you get the results that you want. Now, I guess we've already touched on this, but I think it's probably important for anyone listening to know, are there, are there people for whom the device just won't suit, the technology won't work? Yes. Yeah, so as we mentioned before, um, hair and skin color. So um, people with very light blonde, white, gray hair or redheads won't respond and shouldn't use IPL. Um, people with very dark brown skin tones also shouldn't use it. But also from a medical perspective, anyone who's got photosensitive rashes, so skin conditions which are brought on by light. So things like lupus 
um, porphyria. Sometimes certain medications like we use Roaccutane, which is a vitamin A based drug can make you UV sensitive, sun sensitive. Um, so certain medications that make you more photosensitized, ideally you shouldn't be using that either when you're on those treatments. Um, and of course, don't, don't apply the IPL on anywhere that's an open cut sore, no infections on the skin. And of course, if you've got any um, active skin cancer that's been treated or in the middle of treatment of, um, don't go anywhere near uh, the IPL if you've got, if you've got any of those, those conditions. And just, I guess, in closing, uh, you are a consultant dermatologist and you deal with people who are have skin issues and um, I don't know if you deal with a lot of people with PCOS like I had. So I had the the double whammy of a lot of facial hair and also acne. Um, yes. I didn't have the luxury of having this as a choice when I was 14 years old. Is this the kind of device that you're so glad that exists now because it could treat somebody like me back in the day? Yes, absolutely. And I think you're absolutely right when um, you talk about things like the acne side of things, as well as the facial hair growth. And you've got two um, problems which tend to be quite long standing, all happening in the same location. And you're trying to deal with one thing, and not aggravate the other. And very often I see people with polycystic ovarian syndrome who are actually sort of plucking and physically removing the hairs themselves and they get pigmentation from that. But they also get pigmentation from the acne and it's one thing after the next. So I think having the luxury of having a home device as well to treat um, what is a long-standing problem and looking for long-term results, but knowing that you can do this treatment in, in the comfort of your own home and at your, at your convenience is really helpful. And as I said, with something like the IPL, you're looking at the the long run. Um, and that's ultimately the goal that we want for patients, especially with PCOS. Um, and I think having that maintenance schedule that you can do at home as opposed to going into the clinic or the salon is, is mightily convenient as well. So yeah, definitely it's, it's a godsend, I think, for anybody who has um, hirsutism related to PCOS. And I think I'm very lucky. I know people like you through my work. So if I have any questions, I'm very lucky. Like, what's that people? I will be asking for your number. But I, what I do think is really nice about the app actually is it, it is it is like having that knowledgeable friend who will say, this is what you need to do. Yes. Yes. So it's a companion through Philips Lumia um, and also being able to track your progress as well, which is also always very satisfying. Always, always so satisfying. <laughs> um, Sharon, it's been so wonderful to speak to you. Thank you for sharing all of that and for explaining it, because I think it's it's so great to know you've got this incredible technology, but it's so important to know how it works, but also why it's working and what's actually happening, why you have to leave two weeks between treatments. Yes. So thank you so much for your time. No, thank you ever so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found that conversation useful in steering you towards the choices that will empower you. The links from everything we discussed will be in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode. The links to the Philips Lumea will also be in the show notes and it's where you can find any further information about the device, how to use it and payment options. If you'd like to carry on the conversation, you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram where I'm at Emma Guns. Or if you'd like to discuss choices around hair removal with thousands of your fellow listeners, then click the link in the show notes to join the Facebook forum. You have to answer a couple of questions and agree to the forum rules. But once you're in, you can join one of the many conversations going on right now within that lovely community. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.